It's time now for North Star Sports, your source for the hottest sports takes in the business. Here's your host, Owen Ely. Moving on here now to the NFC South. Uh, well, I guess we'll start here with the New Orleans Saints because they uh, were the division winner last year, uh, going 13-3. and three. Um, Dude, I'm so impressed by the Saints and, and how they've built oh, really? this roster. Like, wow. This is not necessarily just this season, but, like, whole, every move they make, I'm just kind of like, damn, that's, that's impressive. Like, okay, so obviously the big question mark here is, like, Drew Brees, does he have enough left in the tank? Um I don't, I don't know, man. Like I, I have them going 11 and five, which I, I guess on paper looks like they're going to be worse. Cause it's, you know, it's their, it's a, a two win decrease, but I don't know, man, when it comes to like what they could do in the playoffs, I'm so impressed. So as a Vikings fan, I can really appreciate good offensive line pr- play because I've rarely seen it in my fucking adulthood. Like <laughs> what they do on the offensive line is so impressive. So you have Teron Armstead and Ryan Ramchek, probably the best tackle combo in the league. Okay. Last year, uh, I believe this was last year. Yeah, so he'll be going into his second season. You drafted Eric McCoy. Wasn't really a flashy pick. Holy shit, is that guy a good center? Uh, Andres Pete, uh, I-, I think there was probably a little too much hype on him coming out of the draft. Stanford offensive linemen don't tend to do well uh, translating to the NFL. They thought he was going to be the savior at tackle. He's a pretty good guard. I think he got an extension. And then this year, you spend a late first-round pick. Oh, do we get him a weapon? No, let's draft Cesar Ruiz. So this offensive line is not only good right now, but it's all super young. It's going to be good for years to come. I think they've overtaken the Cowboys for having the best offensive line in the league, and then everything else builds from that. So Alvin Kamara, I think he had like four rushing touchdowns last year. I mean, it's almost statistically impossible unless he gets injured this year to have less than that. So, dude, I just look at what this team does offensively and how they plan for the future. Like, oh, are we going to win the Super Bowl a couple of years ago? Uh, We could make moves that we could go all in. But let's – and this hasn't necessarily worked out yet, but, again, I think their plan was to ease him in a little bit. No, let's draft a Marcus Davenport. Let's let's draft a guy who's going to be a depth guy for us and kind of – so even if it doesn't work out, th- this team is is planning for the future brilliantly. Now, um, can Breeze stay healthy? Is Jameis Winston Teddy Bridgewater? Could he go 5-0 and uh, if he came in? Absolutely fucking not. But this team is really good. All right, I, I won't lie – You've you've moved the needle on me, and in terms of convincing me that New Orleans will be better than I thought they would be, I just take a look at, and I I can't I'm not going to dispute the weapons and the line and the deep whatever, but in my opinion, Drew Brees is like, I think he's a, a little bit further over the hill than we than the public thinks he is. You take a look at how he finished the season, even the last couple of years, it wasn't great. It was suspect throws. It was they were short, they were wobbly, and it was interceptions. And it's – I'm losing my faith in Drew Brees. I know, he's a, I know he's an all-time great quarterback. I get that. He's been fantastic in the regular season. But in the postseason, he hasn't exactly proved it for me outside of, like, 2009. But, like, that was so long ago. I just – I don't know if he's the same quarterback as he once was. I think this could be kind of a last hurrah type of thing for him. It, I think this year and maybe next year – are going to be his last couple of years, but you know, they, they, they add Emmanuel Sanders to help add to that offense as well. The offensive line is good. Kamara's obviously still there, despite all of the rumors that have been circulating around that guy. 
um, and, and kind of New Orleans not wanting to pay him. But I think they'll be a decent team. I'll chalk them up for like I'll, – I'll chalk them up for 12-4. and four. And, and I, I was going to be kind of an 11-5 and five guy considering Tampa and what they've done, and we can get into that here in a minute. But I'll put New Orleans at 12-4 and four and, and kind of see if – I don't think they have more than two years left with Drew Brees and, and making a run at a championship. Um, unless they find another quarterback in the draft soon. But, yeah, it's, Saints are a good team. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, I guess, yeah, we'll move on here to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So they were probably the best 7-9 and nine team in uh, in NFL history. That might be going a little too far, but, uh, you know, that, that was a team that be could right. have been, like, like that team could have been 11-5 and five if, like, four or five, like, super close games at the end just kind of went their way. And you look at the moves yeah. they made – I think those games are going to go their way this year. So I, I think, I think this team is a little flashier than people think. I, you know, so obviously bringing in a lot of big names. I don't know how much the big names will bring in. Obviously, Tom Brady. Uh, you don't bring him. You don't bring him in for the regular season. You bring him in for what you're going to do in the postseason. So I don't yep. care about his stats in the regular season. I don't think they'll be too particularly impressive when you look at the career of Tom Brady. Like I don't, I don't think he's going to throw 50 touchdowns. But you're not asking him to do anything like that. Like, you bring in Gronk, that's a big name. What he can bring to the team, listen, we'll find out. You bring in Leonard Fournette, a lot of people are making a big deal about that. I think that's being completely overplayed. I don't know what he brings in, but, you know, listen, this team was a solid team last year. You have Godwin, you have Evans, you got some weapons. Some, but surely, surely somebody in the run game is going to do something this year. You have enough options with Fournette and Jones and McCoy and Vaughn. They're not necessarily good options. Yeah, I mean, that's – you got three good guys back there. For me, in terms of Tampa, yeah, Tom Tom Brady's nice and, and Gronk is nice. But, you know, Gronk, I mean, that dude could – it was getting to a point where he could barely walk at the end of his at the end of his run in New England. I mean, that dude is he's, – he's injured quite a bit. I mean, his body's withering. But, you know, maybe a couple years off, maybe that will help him and he'll, he'll be back in some decent football shape. Obviously, he's going to be a decent player. Um, Godwin, you have you have Evans, you have you have good running backs. I mean, you've got pretty much everything you need to be a good football team. But the biggest addition for me is addition by subtraction. You're t- thirty turnovers for Winston. That dude was a thirty for thirty guy. Which hopefully they make another one. What if I told you? Um, because he deserves it based on that season. It's a literal thirty for thirty and with thirty touchdowns, thirty interceptions. Tom Brady will never, ever, ever turn the ball over thirty times. You're seven and nine with a dude who was just regularly throwing pick sixes, and it was just accepted by the team because that's who he is. Man, I they're gonna. I think they're gonna win a lot of games. They had a plus point differential last year compared to Atlanta, who finished above them technically in the standings, who was minus eighteen in point differential. I think Tampa is gonna be so good. And I know that's like the common common take, but you take a look at the NFC. Tampa's got a really good shot here, and. Uh, I don't know. I, I, did you give a record for them? I didn't catch it. Uh, I don't think I did. I, I'm going with okay. 12 and four. I was, I'm 12 and four as well. And I, you know, I don't know how that shakes out because I have New Orleans at 12 and four, but one of them is going to win the division, obviously. And the other one I think is going to be a wild card team, but man, that's, uh, it's such a good team. And, and I'm kind of happy because Tampa Bay has just been, it just been a dumpster fire for so many years. And, uh, I'm excited to watch Tampa play, and it's going to be a, a literal electric offense. Oh, yeah. The, the, the two things that 
concern me, and I don't think these will bad, be bad in the regular season, but again, you're trying to build for the postseason. And then quickly on Gronk, I think O.J. Howard will be the starter pretty much all year long, and you just save Gronk for situational moments in the regular season and then the playoffs. But the defense is a concern. You do have some nice pieces, but that secondary, they've tried to address it. It'll probably be better this year. I love, I fucking love A-plus, S.O.D., steal of the draft on Antoine Winfield Jr., I know the second or uh, the, the safety position is kind of not as important as it has been in the past, but holy shit, that's a great pick. Um, but the offensive line, I don't think it'll be bad, but just looking at who they have, like ah, Ryan Jensen, okay, you paid him a lot of money. Well, I don't really know what he's doing these days. Ali Marpet is legitimately good. You got to hope that Tristan Wirfs, who's a rookie, uh, very highly touted. I mean, he was a top 13 pick. But holy shit, you're expecting a lot from Wirfs. I don't know if they have him listed as a left tackle or a right tackle. Um, but, I mean, your, your other tackle options aren't super great either. They're like Donovan Smith and Joe Hegg from North Dakota State. So, you know, I, yeah. there, are some, there are some definite question marks on this team when it comes to can they make a run this year, uh, a legitimate run. But I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty high on this team. Yeah, I mean, I mean, New Orleans and Tampa, they're going to be two of the best in the NFC. No doubt about it. And I think um, that's the week one opener. Yeah. Yep. I, I think so too. Um, that's going to be a good game. So where do you want to go from there? Do you want to go to Atlanta or would you rather go to uh, Carolina? Uh, let's go Atlanta because they, they were higher in the in the standings this year. Okay. Or last year, excuse me. Um, I don't have a whole lot to say on Atlanta. Uh, I, don't, so I'll, I'll, I don't I'll, either. I'll start with a record prediction here. I think they go 6-10. and 10. Very, very tough division. They were never the same since the Super Bowl loss. Uh, people make a big deal about them signing Gurley. They've already said he's on a touch limit, uh, so I don't think he'll be that awesome. They need their first-round picks from a couple of years ago to step up. Caleb McGarry and Chris Lindstrom, they need to step up. I know Lindstrom was injured. McGarry, that was just a bad pick. Um, listen, you look at the roster, it's still super talented, but they've been a really talented roster for the last couple of years and haven't done fuck all. So I think they're 6-10, yep. and 10, and again, they're in a tough spot because they are they are good enough to the point where they will not get uh, a top 10 pick, but right I, I think they really spot. need it. Yep. Um, I'm pretty much in lockstep here with you as well. I'll throw the racket out there. I have them at six and 10 as well. And you just take a look at it. They lost Vic Beasley. They lose Desmond Trafant. They love, they lose uh, Devonte Campbell. They, Matt Ryan isn't getting any younger. I mean, like this is not a team that I see getting any better. Wow. You had Todd Gurley who, who probably was shipped to Atlanta on a stretcher in the back of an ambulance. Like there's just, you know what I'm saying? Like they're just not making any moves of, of any consequence. And I, I don't think they get better. I think they take a step back and, and I think pretty soon here, they're going to blow it all up and pretty much start over. Yeah. So uh, let's move on here to the Carolina Panthers. They were five and 11 last year. And I just want to, I just want to say something maybe, maybe crazy, but honestly, I believe it. Um, so first of all, I think they go eight and eight. This, this is going to be a breakout team. I think they're a dark horse. Now it sucks that they exist in a, in a division at a time where the Buccaneers and saints are where they are at, because I think if they were in the NFC East, I think they would win that division. I think this team is, I mean, they were five and 11 last year with just complete with nothing. So you, you have Teddy, who I think is going to fit perfectly in that offense um, you know what I mean? And, and, and uh, Christian McCaffrey, obviously, you know, I mean, he could be an MVP this year for, for all we know. Um, so I like the offense. The offensive line is not super great, but, you know, old, old check down Teddy, 
you know, I, I really like his prospects. And, and, and the thing is, I think they had nine draft picks. All nine of their draft picks went to the defense. So they're investing heavily in this defense. It will be much better than it was last year. I'm not going to say it'll be great. But you get Derek Brown. You draft Yitor Gross-Matos. You had the 16th pick last year. You drafted Brian Burns. Uh, you know, Shaq Thompson is not the worst linebacker I've ever seen. You take Jeremy Chin, who I actually liked a lot in the draft out of, uh, I believe, Southern Illinois. Uh, you know, the, the secondary, it's going to get interesting because you lost James Bradbury. Not that he was super great anyway, but he got the, the brink struck from the Giants. So the secondary will be uh, probably not very good. But I don't know, man. I really – this is going to be a tough out for any any matchup they have in the season. I really am high on the Panthers. Yep, I I think the Panthers will be improved. I don't know how big of a jump they'll make. They, were, I mean, they were. I want to say they were one of the worst teams in terms of point differential in the league last year. They were minus one thirty. Um, next closest in the division was Atlanta at minus eighteen. But the thing is, I I really like the addition of Teddy Bridgewater. I really like that. I think the defense will be all right. They lose Luke Keekley. Um, which which hurts quite a bit. I mean, that's that's the heart and soul of that defense. And I I don't know why. I'm just kind of – I think they get better, and, and I'll just kind of leave it at that. I think they're going to be about 7-9 and nine is what I have them chalked up for. Um, but I'd like to see them play better than that. I'd like to see them, you know, kind of compete with some of those teams in, in a powerhouse division that is the NFC South, especially with, with New Orleans and you look at Tampa as well. Um, but – the biggest thing for me is is Teddy Bridgewater, and I, I think they're moving in the right direction after a tough couple of years there. So I'm going to say uh, seven and nine for Carolina. Uh, 